0: Welcome to Driftless Drinks. My name's Mark. My name is John. And today we are taking the holiday edge off with a couple of refreshing
1: offerings. Yay! Let's get after it.
0: So today we have a, an offering from Bells. It is yeah. Lager of the Lakes, yeah. which is a bohemian pilsner. And this is the first one we're gonna try, just to
1: mellow this whole thing out, and take a little bit of that weighty Christmassy beer edge off of things. Yeah, I don't know about you, but my holidays were full of salty ham and chocolate, so <laughs> I'm looking forward to like baked salmon salads and uh, this Bohemian Pilsner right here. Yeah. So,
0: with a bo- what is a Bohemian Pilsner?
1: I know All what a right. Pilsner is. I know what Bohemians are. I have <laughs> uh, uh, fondness for both. So, so what, what am I looking at here? The bohemian style is a little bit different from the German style in that um, a lot of them get conditioned in wooden casks, mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. And that kind of mellows out, rounds out the flavor profile a little bit more. It could be a little darker in color, a little bit uh, sweeter, not quite as much of a hop flavor to it, and uh, a little bit higher gravity, yeah, well, final gravity than the uh, the German style. But yeah, we should be... Tasting some uh, biscuit-like ready notes in here, which I'm a big fan of. So looking forward to this one.
0: All right. Well, I tell you what. I'm going to pop open. uh, I went to Mm. uh, Bell's Brewery's website, and um, I can give you a little bit of what they're saying about it. Um, Their text says, following in the tradition of Czech pilsners by offering a combination of firm malt and herbal hop bitterness. Bell's Lager of the Lakes is as refreshing and crisp as a swim in the Great Lakes. Wow! All right, this is not <laughs> going to cause shrinkage. I hope because I've been in the Great Lakes and it's, it's cold. cold. Uh, so the alcohol they're saying is is five percent. Um, their original gravity is fairly—that's fairly low. They're saying this has a shelf life of three months. Um, they've got the caloric cal- <laughs> count which is low, we're not going to talk about it. And uh, here's the thing, they don't list the IBUs, but they've got a little link of, why don't we list the IBUs? And oh, what, they're, what they basically say is that there is a bitterness that is um, perceived, and then there's the bitterness that's actually in the thing. Because uh, what they do is they send these out to have the IBUs tested mm-hmm. in a lab, and so you end up with something that's really high in the bitter units, uh, IBU is international bitter units, but doesn't taste as bitter. And I think that's what they're worried about here is if they if they say what it is because it's thirty four and if they say it's thirty four IBUs, people are gonna
1: think that this is really, you know, kind of a stringent hoppiness and yeah, apparently not, apparently I mean,
0: they're not saying that's the case.
1: I would think on the IBU scale that's fairly moderate. Yeah. That, but, that's but what I, I guess with too. the uh the lighter backbone of the beer it might poke its head out a little bit more, but Yeah. I but you know. Okay. Well, uh, maybe it buries itself well in here. Let's what, find out. Yeah, what's it say on the can real quick? Before well, we... basically everything you just read. And then oh. there's a map of the Great Lakes, which is really cool. It looks oh, it like cool. uh, there's some oars on there and like a fish and a tree. pine tree,
0: sailboat. Somebody something. water skiing. Yeah. Something that looks an awful lot like the Golden Gate Bridge, but apparently is not.
1: Uh, Huh. Yeah, what's that one big bridge of that? I don't want to speculate. Yeah, I don't want to speculate either. <laughs> there's, there's a big I'd bridge across wrong. Michigan to Canada, I think, right? Yep. And that's uh, apparently pretty scary to drive over. Anyway, they got a lot of cool stuff on the label, and really the highlight of it is the map. It's in this beautiful baby blue yeah. uh, can wrapped with the, uh, what would you call that? Uh, Lewis and Clark style map. Yeah, what We're color not, is This is it? not it's accurate.
0: Like a, oh, I go with teal. Oh. Teal? Oh no no no! Teal. Baby blue is what I get the can, but the outside is just kind of a, it's kind of a tan, uh, parchmenty kind of color.
1: Yeah, is what sepia. I'm Yeah, that's it's what like you're a looking sepia for. tone. Yeah, kind of a sepia. Yeah, I get that. Hmm. All right. So anyway, the can looks cool. I like the way it looks. Bells has always got kind of a nice, classy look to their stuff. Yeah, they do. Um, and uh, all right. Let's find out what's inside here. Huh? All right.
0: Let's crack it. All right. All right. Uh, stereo. Oh, that's almost perfect. That was nice. That was nice. Mm. All right, here we go. I'm going to see if I can get that pour on, Mike. Oh, that is just clear. Holy cow. Do you remember Bell's Official?
1: Yes. We tried that one. This looks like that, except paler. It does have a... Well, there's a little bit of sediment in here. It's a bit of a hazy hue. Yep. Hmm. A
0: nice pillowy head on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... uh, Yeah, it is definitely hazy. It's, uh... Yeah, there's lots of bubble. Lots and lots of bubbles in there. I mean, I've got a nice... This pillow for a head right there. That's going right in the mustache. I'm going to be tasting this (laughs) for a while.
1: Until I wash my face. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a... I would call this like a pale shade of lemon. Ooh, wasn't that a song by... No, never mind. Yeah, the same guys that did Nights in Lemon <laughs> Satin. <laughs> and Lemon... That was Lemon Silk Pie. Never right, mind. It was the lemon heads. The Lemon... No. No,
0: lemon. that is a band. That's okay. okay, sorry.
1: Let's stick a nose in it. Head around. retention. Mine's starting to back off already. I did give this a bit of a soft pour. Uh, but that was a little yeah. harder on mine. Swirling it around the glass. All right. Not much for lacing. No. Nope. Oh,
0: okay. So I'm getting a lot of, I'm getting a lot more breadiness off of that than you mentioned that that would be part of it. And boy, it's the it's there on the nose. Yeah, I'm trying to pick this up. Oh, you know what it smells like? You know what I have the back. I I'm getting a little bit of hot dog water. (laughs) So one of the things. (laughs) Okay. Oh, so I've got this Coney Island (laughs) steamer. You can you can steam one hot dog at a time, and it doesn't matter what beer you put in it. I prefer Coors Light for some reason. Um, but you pour Fair it in enough. there, pour it in a little trough, put a little little uh, basket thing. The hot dog goes in that, little plastic top, bun goes on top, plug it in, and you get a hot dog. And this smells like the beer after the hot dog's been cooking in it. So I'm getting just a little bit of frankfurter off of this.
1: And that's a happy memory. Interesting.
0: There aren't many places I go.
1: I'm yes, get, I really want
0: the smell of frankfurter.
1: There's a little bit of like a, a very faint, like a dinner roll- Kind of a thing going on here. And there's a little bit of a hot presence too, and I'm trying to pin that down. I don't I don't know what it is yet. I'll probably have to taste mm. it to figure that out. Yeah. All right. I don't it's almost like a pininess, but it's not pine. I, I don't know where else to go with that. I, okay. I see what you, I see what you're saying. It's sitting
0: back there quite a ways. Yeah.
1: Let's go for a taste here. Sure. Hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: That's well. That is refreshing. Boy, that breadiness is just sitting there, but not not that yep. not the malty breadiness that we're used to on some of these things, but
1: boy, for a pilsner, there's some substance there. Yeah, it's almost more like a—I don't even want to call it a breadiness. What mm. do I want to say? Like a white—like a cracker. Now, we're back—you know what? I'm, I'm going back to that
0: that kind of dinner roll thing that you were talking about because that is really— co- Yeah. The butteriness is there,
1: especially on the mouthfeel. It's got that. It's there's got that a, really nice, smooth, buttery mouthfeel. Yeah, and while it's the carbonation is fairly active in here, mm-hmm. uh, it's not. It's not overpowering. I mean, there's a good amount of action going on here, and there's some fairly large bubbles creeping up through this, but it's not. It doesn't lend itself to being sharp on your palate, mm-hmm. right? It's more of a medium-bodied thing. Mm. Yeah, definitely, and I'm sitting here. I got a, there's a little bit of like a lemon zest from the hop that I'm getting.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's one of the things that, that hops brings to the, to the table quite a bit is it'll bring that, that lemony, that, uh, that lemony, lemony,
1: lemony snicket.
0: that Yeah. That lemon-like if thing. You it, if you will. As I'm swallowing it, all of a sudden there's this little extra taste of mm-hmm. buttery goodness to it.
1: Hmm. Yeah. This makes Boy. you want to have a couple of these. Yeah absolutely i'm not gonna lie i (laughs) probably sit here and pound a six-pack pretty easy (laughs) yeah well
0: now what did we well it's a five percent so it's not right it's not horrible but you know this would be great for a fall day walking through the woods or something i would i would be i'm i'm all about this being early summer before
1: it gets too hot that too that's that's where i'm at with that one plays really well what my god you could eat a bag of chips at these too. I bet. Ooh, ooh! Now you're talking.
0: Yeah, I know. Right. See, I'm gonna mm-hmm. have a hot dog, bag of chips, one of these. <laughs> yeah, and, and,
1: there and we, you and go. We,
0: and we do this, and we do this in the spring when the you know the baseball season starts and nobody really gives a crap yet because you know. Yeah, well, we the Cubs no aren't out of it yet, so. <laughs> <Yeah. probably laughs> still are the Brewers. Be May.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, I think you're right. Yeah. Perfect ballpark beer. Cool. Well. Yeah, we don't need to linger on this one too much. No. Solid, refreshing offering. Uh, Bell's is always bringing something good to the table, something very classic in this instance, mm-hmm. in their Bohemian Pilsner Lager of the Lakes. Seriously accessible. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, There's I, I can't think of anybody who, who enjoys beer that wouldn't,
1: wouldn't fully like this. Yeah, this, just like the label speaks. All right. Refreshingly crisp.
0: <laughs> well, there we go. That's Bell's Lager of the Lakes, a bohemian pilsner, and not a bad choice. Thank, Thank you, well. sir. Thank you, my friend. We are back, and... This time, I wanted to actually kind of pick your brain, Mark, on uh, something that you sent me not long ago, a really good news article that has a little bit to do with the mergers that we discussed back in episode six. And uh, it was, this was kind of a change-up, wasn't it? Can you tell me a little about this?
1: Thing, yeah, so this as many people probably know by this point, uh, Ballast Point mm-hmm. was uh, acquired by an independent brewer again. Um, after being sold to Constellation Brands a couple of years ago. So Constellation acquired Ballast Point for this huge, I think it was, it was close to a billion dollar it deal. was. It was. And yeah. then sat on it, didn't they? So, well, what they did was they ramped up advertising and production for, I think it was the first two years. Mm-hmm. Got it into almost all 50 states. But the problem was is they topped off at almost a half a million barrels, and then the very next year, which was last year, fell to half of that number. Right, right. So the value of the brand plummeted basically overnight. Mm -hmm. And uh, an upstart brewery in Chicago called, I think it's called Kings and Convicts, Mm -hmm. sort of like randomly bought (laughs) Ballast Point and hoped to kind of get its brand back on its feet um, by doing some of the things that Ballast Point used to do, which was be big into local, uh, their local breweries in California and mm-hmm. also be pretty experimental with some of the things that they brought up. So it's, it's a really interesting study in the fact that um, as we go along here, some of the bigger independent brewers I think are ripe for the picking, but this should probably be a good stopping point Um, where not everything can be turned into this globalized brand. So really, the market is getting more and more fragmented. Mm -hmm. And as brewers are trying to learn how to compete in that market, customers are actually turning more to local breweries because they know somebody that works there. They know the brewmaster. They know the guy that owns the building. That's how customers are starting to see uh, local breweries. And that's why last year alone, there were almost 800 new brewers. Local breweries opened. It's because people want that to be theirs mm-hmm. and associated as such. And so, I think this will be the maybe a good lesson for a lot of the uh, you know the inbevs of the world or the constellations of the world that you can't just go out and acquire a brand that's on the rise and expect to globalize it because the bottom could very well fall out from underneath it. And that's kind of what craft brewing is based on: mm-hmm. is people. Knowing people that do these things. And a lot of brewers, you know, while they're sort of in competition with each other, a lot of these guys are friends. You know what I mean? It's no different than if you're Mm -hmm. brewing beer and I'm brewing beer. I would want to see what you're up to, Mm -hmm. not just from a competitive standpoint, but because, you know, a lot of these, it's like anything else. You get in the same circles with people and you become friends with them you know so it's less of a competitive thing than it is. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, that's cool. Yep. You know, you're lagering. That's neat. We're trying something new with sours. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it ends up becoming more of a community thing than than uh, just stri- strictly from a business or branding sense. So,
0: yeah, and I think that's one of the things that people people need to see themselves in the beer and I think mm-hmm. that people really have a sense of place. And so if you can see yourself in that, if you can see your, that community that's going to be what really kind of lets the beer take off, and right. a major company coming in and saying, "Well, now we're going to offer this in Ohio." Well, Ohio doesn't really have any kind of hook into that, and so it's going to be given on the merits of it itself, the product itself. And if it is, and it's so hard to differentiate that product from you know the amazing amount of products that are out there, you yeah. know, it's what sixty nine hundred last count brewers in the U.S. So it's really
1: hard to find that niche. Yep. So, and, and this is one of the things that, you know, here in Wisconsin, we're, we have a number of really good breweries here, uh-huh. right? And the big one, it always points to Glarus, And that's one of the big things that they've, they've never really taken it outside of the state. And I think they understand why, you know what I mean? Exactly. Everybody knows it's Dan and his wife running that organization, <laughs> and when they cease to exist, then New Glarus may very well cease to exist. You know what I mean? But people are tied to that because of that relationship directly with the brewers. Well, the thing about it is that it isn't necessarily—you don't actually have to know the brewers, but there are
0: people who know people who know people. And there's certainly people who know what the brewery is, where it is, and the history behind that, the historic location that they're sitting in. Yep. And so those kind of things sell it. And then if you put out a good product on top of it, you can keep people. And there's no InBev or Constellation that's going to come in and be able to replicate that. They just can't.
1: Right. Yep. So, So yeah, this is a, it's a pretty interest, uh, interesting, like, reacquisition, I guess I would mm-hmm. call it, because yep. kings and convicts turned exactly 500 barrels last year <laughs> <laughs> from what I read, yep. or 550 barrels. So it's... It's pretty interesting that they get into the you know something that's turned out almost a quarter million barrels. But I'd, I'd like to see how what their plan is for kind of scaling this back and mm-hmm. getting Ballast Point back on its feet because at one point that was really an ascending place that was doing a lot of interesting things that a lot of other people have have tried and copied. And mm-hmm. I, it it would be neat to see them back at the top of their game again. And you know it's it's unfortunate that what happened with Constellation happened, but you know, probably something for everybody to learn from there.
0: Yep, seems seems like for the best, and and they did say that they're bringing back their marketing team and their distribution team, uh, the ones that they liquidated, that constellation liquidated and and uh, uh, made redundant after p- taking them on, and now oh, nice. Kings of Convicts are coming back, and they're saying, nope, we're going to hire some people back, we're going to hire as many of the old people as we can, and get that rebuilt, and and so they're really looking out for the people, which is
1: you know just kudos to them all the way around. Yeah, exactly. So cool. thank you for turning it on its ear, Kings and Convicts. And Absolutely, we look for good things to come out of both Ballast Point and Kings and Convicts. We should get down to Chicago someday.
0: Yep. Yes, we need. Well, they're coming to Southern um, Wisconsin. They're going to open us. Oh, that's right. They're, they're opening a location yep, just yeah. over the border. So when they do that, we'll be there for sure. So fun. All right. We raised the VIP you guys. tickets yet,
1: Bard? Do you get his VIP tickets yet? No. Yeah, I should call him. We should. We should do that. All right. Well. They don't know us, but they will. And <laughs> they, they, they will. and, and uh, Damn it, they will like us. And, and we will
0: like each other. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right, we raise a glass to you guys. All right. All right. Thank you. And we're back. I am going to reach down now into the cooler of Unique Opportunity. As I have laid it upon the floor, in front of thine feet. Thank you. It stands before you, sits before you, lays before you, in its all, in all its cubic goodness. Cubit? Cubic. Not cubit. So
1: we've Those gone medieval, because John <laughs> has brought forth with the cooler of opportunity. <laughs> It John, just, what may your cooler of opportunity bring forth to us today? Are we sure that was 5%? Yep. Okay. Today. I, we shouldn't just, have had 10 of them, though.
0: <laughs> today, it has brought forth from Alaskan Brewing Company. Hmm. This is their Kolsch. Okay. Uh, which, okay, so their Kolsch has been around since around 2002, I believe. If I was reading everything correctly, oh, it's been around since two thousand two. How long has Alaskan been around? Uh, it's it's been around, boy, nineties, I think. Maybe thousand ten. I'm wrong. Um, Just the one, kidding. the one thing I like about I'll look it the one, yeah, I probably should look it up. The one thing about Alaskan that's really kind of cool is that my understanding is that they're a carbon neutral uh, facility and that there's a, they're a zero waste facility. Oh cool. So they're they're really looking up for the environment, which makes sense in in where they are. They're up in Juneau, Alaska, and they have actually spread across the US. They're all the entire eastern side of the US. Moments later.
1: Okay, so the coal style here uh it would have been fine with <laughs> <have> been nine <laughs> lager at the lakes. The tenth one is <laughs> <the> what <laughs> really sent us into the stratosphere. The tenth one.
0: <laughs> this barley wine <laughs> shit's good, man. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: So, the by uh, the way, Alaskan Brewing established
0: 1986. 86. There you go. This is gonna run all over your segment. Uh, You you should. This isn't my segment. (laughs) I'm just talking about the thing that I brought, or no, that I got out of the square cooler (laughs) of opportunity. Cooler of opportunity. Oh, good lord. Okay, so a Kolsch style is a hybrid of an ale and a lager. And uh, I looked up on how to actually make a Kolsch, and there's and there's very Okay, first of all, this is a Kolsch style. It isn't a true Kolsch because Kolsch can only be made in Cologne, Germany.
1: Oh, neat. Just found that out. Must be the water, huh? Uh,
0: I, yeah, must be that. Uh, it's supposed to be light, crisp. Uh, they pair According to Alaskan, this is going to pair with, like, brats and cheeses and light desserts. The thing has a really low gravity, which means that it's not going to have um, a lot to it. It should be very, very... Uh, well, light. I mean, it, it really shouldn't have too much, too much there. It to make one of these, you have to you you have to handle it very gently. There's certain things that you have to do; otherwise, it's going to get more flavor than you want. Oh, which is kind of a hard thing to think about because usually the, the beers that we, we go for are you know no throw everything in there. You know, yeah, you throw in the, the oak, you you throw in the chocolate, you throw in you know the o- autumn cookie. Yeah, you know yeah, w- whatever Ottoman. you can find. Yep. Yeah.
1: It's sort of like a Taco John's burrito. I'm going to leave that alone. Uh,
0: <laughs> well played. <laughs> you know, we're trying to be gentlemen.
1: <laughs> Bring work. the cooler of opportunity. opportunity. All right. It's so, walking away from
0: this segment. <laughs> so this one. So Alaskan's been uh, Alaskan's been brewing the Kolsch-style beer uh, since uh, 2002. It's won a bunch of awards, uh, which they list on their website. Cool. And I've actually had this one before. Uh, they make a... Um, a sampler pack that includes this, and they're white, and they're amber, mm-hmm. and they're winter. So, uh, what we're looking at here—I uh, don't want to get too much into the into the weeds on this because Coles really doesn't. There's not a lot to say about that about it that we haven't already said. Um, it's a 5.3, so it's still this is light, little a skosh heavier than Logger of the Lakes. Original gravity is 1.048. Mm, you beat me to it. Yeah, well, no, I wasn't but, paying yeah.
1: attention.
0: The ABV's is uh, 3.5. Their IBU is
1: only 18. Oh, they have a color rating. I don't understand color rating. Um, Was it like the European color finder? It's thing the that it's we the es- about last time.
0: Yeah, it's an SRM. I still don't understand it. I kind of get it. They they say it's going to be straw gold color, um, easily drinkable, and are enjoyable way are an enjoyable way to celebrate summer. So this is this like Lager of the Lakes is both. A, it's kind of a year round offering. Cool.
1: So we're trying some summer beers in the chilly part of the year and doesn't even matter. It's fine. Beer's well, beer. Exactly. Seasons don't exist here in Wisconsin. It's all road <laughs> construction in the middle of winter. Yeah, is it Take mud se- Is it mud season yet? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> kind of it. A- well, that's part of road construction season. Exactly. So it's uh so yeah, the one other thing that I would add about Kolsch is that we should be getting some sort of like uh uh, like a spice note to it. Really? That's what I remember. Okay. There's like a funk to it almost. Out of All a right. few of them that I've had. And it's not like a bad funk, you know, like you wore the same pair of socks three days in a row. More of a Bootsy Collins kind of funk. Yeah. It's Like, like, like a little parliament action fun. there. Yeah. Ba-dum, 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 yeah. Okay. Ba-dum. Yeah. So- there's a there's a little bit of something extra going on on top, and I know you were talking about the IBUs being really low, mm-hmm. and also the uh, the malt profile of this being pretty subdued. Um, but there should be a little bit of a something something on the top end of this. All right, let's give that. That's blood. what I'm looking forward Let, to. We'll let's see. crack them. Ready? Yep. Oh yeah, I was right behind you. Yep. We can sync that in post. <laughs> Why bother? Okay. That sounds like work, sinking posts. Yeah. I'm, all right, here we go. Unless you got an auger. Ooh. Then it goes pretty slick. I, I imagine.
0: All right, I'm going to be more gentle than that. And, uh, wow, nice effervescence. Yeah. And the head is... Hmm. Between its legs. Yeah. Crystal clear... Oh yeah. But it's got that, it's kind of got that, yeah, that, that straw color to it. Yep. Nailed it. That's yeah. it. That's, that's a pretty beer.
1: So the head on this one just vanished. It did. Me. So we poured them out and it is gone. Yep. Literally nothing left. Uh, effervescence is at a pretty, this thing's working pretty hard in here. There's a lot of bubbles doing a job right now.
0: Yeah. It's kind of cool.
1: Um, it's, Visually, it's striking. If you go to a website and look for beer, I mean, <laughs> you get a GIF of this.
0: Yeah, and you know, and we'll have we'll have on our on our website and on our Facebook post, we'll have links to to their uh, to Alaskans page for this, and you'll see. And they are pretty much spot on with their image on the website. So,
1: huh? All right, I'm gonna stick. Well, in it. it certainly looks inviting. So let's yeah. stick a nose in it. Yep. Ooh, man having a hard time right. here. Yeah, that's not... There is a oh. little bit of a... Wow, there's like almost a... There's a
0: fruit note in there that I can't grab exactly. onto.
1: That's what I was... What is that? I don't know. Pear? No, yeah, no heavier no. than that. A touch heavier. Like almost...
0: Almost an apricot but not quite Mm, yeah better
1: closer warmer yeah and I mean like fresh apricot where it doesn't have like a you know there's not a huge amount of body to it yeah you're on to something with that but there is a fresh fruit note there a very light fresh fruit note
0: and it's carried it's carried with just a hint of just a hint of maltiness in the back I mean Mm -hmm. like a real like that super not a roasted malt but just the straight malt single malt <laughs> I'm not getting single malt out of it. Oh, okay. I, maybe
1: I should be. No, I. I would wow. agree. Okay. There's a little bit of a. I don't, I don't. I hesitate to say the word biscuit. It's almost like a really thin slice of bread without the crust on it, oh. and fruit over the top.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you get. So you remember the. You know those little thumb cookies that you get sometimes. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like. But you get the real pale ones where they haven't. They haven't added a lot of like cinnamon or anything to it. Yeah. And so it's not quite a shortbread. It's really kind of pale. And then you it's shortbread. They, you stick your thumb it was, into it. Yeah. And then you put just a little bit of fruit in it. Yeah. But it's like a mixed, like it's a mixed berry jam. Yep. Um. But they've added like instead of well, not mixed berry, but like like you said, pear and maybe a little bit a uh, little bit of apricot. Yeah.
1: I think you're nailing this And that's right what now. I'm.
0: That's what I'm getting. I'm getting that kind of a cookie, where you're going to bite into it, and it's not. It's going to have. It's going to be a little crumbly, but it's not going to be snappy at yeah. all. Yeah, that's yep. what I'm getting out of this.
1: Boom. Thank you, John. Somehow you can articulate my thoughts. Are you, can you see into my brain? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. All right. Let's try. Enough it. sniffing around. Taste it.
0: Hmm. Whoa! Hmm.
1: Mouth follows the nose. Yeah, there is a light fruitness, and it does come. It's apparent to me that it is pear now.
0: Yeah, I'm get. Yep, I get the pear out of that immediately. And that's the thing is that once it's sitting there, you can kind of get the, you can get the, uh, the back end smell of that.
1: Oh man, I wish I knew what kind of malt they used in this. Hmm. Wow. Because it, it's it's very light. It's almost, I see, don't want to say the back is non-existent, but it's pretty close. But there's there's just a hint of that. You pointed it out, shortbread. Yeah. it's There's that just slightly sweet hint of that to go with that fruit. Man. This is really good. Yeah, I can see why this won awards. Number one, there's not a lot of places that tackle a Kolsch style. Mm-hmm. And number two, this is good. I mean, it's just good. Yeah, there's no. You know what? You you know what I'm not getting is I'm not getting any of that hoppy bite. None. That's, that's gone. It's instead would, of the hoppy bite, I'm getting sweet. I wouldn't say none. Hmm. It's there in theory, <laughs> but it's not. I wasn't saying there
0: wasn't any hops in it.
1: Right. But it, it's it's really it's like you can almost feel like we're at the point where the hops would break through and it doesn't. Wow, this is supremely drinkable. I don't know that I could do more than one really
0: it's it's sitting a little oh. heavy for me They're, the the mouthfeel on it's pretty it's pretty thick on the mouthfeel and it's that back end is dry that back yep. end is really dry i'd be happy to keep some in the fridge what and have you- one occasionally um because i think it's delicious but i actually, i don't think i can do more than one i think that there's a, there's a heaviness there
1: what if you put two in one glass
0: they just don't tell me <laughs> <laughs> It is really good. This is this. I'm still going with a dessert on this. This really tastes to me like a dessert. I'd have this, and I would love it. But this would be an after dinner kind of thing, and I would have this in place of a
1: in place of a small plate of cookies. So yeah, I'm kind of seeing it a little bit differently. I mean, it does come off uh, a little heavier than I think it looks and smells, certainly. But I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think this thing is really well balanced. That hint of fruit throughout is yeah, unbelievably refreshing to me. Yep. Um and yeah, I could I could crush a couple of these, you know, right after breakfast or whatever. <laughs> 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 what would you have with this? Pancakes. <laughs> uh, you know what? <sighs> okay, you know what? I'll now, go now that there. I said that, now <laughs> that I said
0: that, yeah, okay. I would love to try this on tap. I think it'd have a little di- Ooh, different yeah. dynamic.
1: Maybe a little softer. Yep. Cool. I'm right. super glad you brought these over, John. Uh, this is a really good time in a glass right here, and it, it's fun to do some lighter style beers. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we kind of go down the road of dark stuff because that's that's kind of where both of our palates lay, you know, as in the stouts and porters and box and things of that nature, especially mm-hmm. mine. I love going down that road, but it's really enjoyable and refreshing to have a lighter style beer that uh, that is still brings a lot of interesting qualities to the table, right? Mm-hmm. Man, there's really something to be said for this. This is very nicely done. Yep, definitely. I like it.
0: Yeah, and I think I I think from a style uh, style, this is actually uh, a beautiful representation of the style, and you know, the color, the balance, everything. And I yeah. really appreciate the work that Alaskan does. All right,
1: not just Alaskan, but all Alaskans. Everywhere. All Alaskans
0: everywhere. Yes, we appreciate you all. All right. All thank right. you, thank you, sir. Thanks, John.
1: Driftless Drinks Studio Recording, courtesy of HPJ Studios in Tomo, Wisconsin. Be sure to subscribe and rate us through iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can visit us at www.driftlessdrinks.com, where you can comment on each episode, or say hi on Facebook and let us know your favorite brews. If you'd like to drink along with us, find us on Instagram at Driftless Drinks, where we feature each episode's brews a week or so ahead of time.
0: Well, that's it for this episode of Driftless Drinks. We've just dived into uh, the Lager of the Lakes and Alaskan Brewing Company's Kolsch. What are your final thoughts on that one, Mark?
1: I see what you did there. You dove Dove into into the Lager of the Lakes. That was nice. All
0: right. These were a couple of of nice, refreshing beers that kind of make it a nice change from the holiday thickness that we've been eating and drinking
1: Time. yeah well you know what it's been a warm winter too so that's true, true. it's 34 degrees out in <laughs> december january february you're probably grilling wearing flip-flops grab yourself an alaskan cold or a, a bell's lager to lakes yeah absolutely pretend it's summer because hey why not yeah if it ain't freezing it might as well be welcome to wisconsin kids all right Say that into the mic.
0: No, you're supposed to say <laughs> oh. that into the mic.
1: Sense <laughs> <laughs> editing in my future. <laughs> <laughs> no. There is no editing in this whatsoever. This is going out as is because that will be
0: entertaining. A <laughs> uh, couple of. Line! Line!
1: Line! <laughs> oh, you don't have to think up. <laughs> so you're up by impression. I can see it. All right. Okay. That's all for this week. My name is Mark. My name is John. Be sure to keep a cold one handy for us. Woo! Yay. Welcome to Driftless
0: Drinks. My name is Mark. My name is John. And today we're taking the holiday edge off with a couple of refreshing, refreshing. That's perfect. Wow.
1: Let's get after it. <laughs> Breathing. <laughs> wow. That'll make the outtake. Drifle drinks is now working blue. Yeah. <laughs> Unbeknownst to Drifle drinks, But announced to the rest wow. of us.
0: Announced. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's not be-nounced. If there's be-nounced, there must be nounced. Everybody's been announced to us for years. <laughs>